biggest reason why I became an actress was because of Judy Garland. Good evening. This is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Okay. We live in a very jaded world. Very jaded. Very fucked up. And so I'm going to celebrate her today. That's Judy Garland. Um, brand. She was born as Francis Gum in 1922. Today would have been her 96th birthday. And um, I say we're jaded. I, I'm not jaded about her. I still watch The Wizard of Oz, but I noticed so many of you, oh, that's just from my childhood. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, it means a lot of fucking things, and you need to embrace it. I, I noticed that we're so jaded about icons like that who make us feel good and just listen to some mindless bullshit, you know, um, like Selena Gomez. And, um, you know, you don't want to be inspired, and, you know, that's why I listen to Tool. I am inspired when I listen to Tool. Tool and Judy Garland don't really go together, but, you know, um, <clears throat> it's different for everybody. I don't want to give too much echo to this. Um, I thought I would return to the microphone, um, you know, to clear out my voice a little bit so that I could sound professional on Sunday. Um, you know, and uh, the weekend was okay. You know, it was relaxing. Last night, early in the morning, I had a very insightful conversation with a friend of mine from New York, and we hadn't spoken in a while, and he gave me some good insight into things. So when I woke up this morning, the first thing I thought of was, oh, today's Judy Garland's birthday, you know, rainbows, and that's the other thing I think people are so jaded about is when the Wizard of Oz has the rainbows, oh yeah, gay rainbows, no, 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 no. It takes you all the way back to when you were a kid. And I think a lot of you, you know, you forget the kid inside of you. And you're just like, oh, that was a long time ago. I don't need that. Yeah, you need that. You need to not kill that kid inside of you. Um, you know, and um, that's why I'm paying tribute to her. And uh, I've got a candle lit. And, you know, I should have. <laughs> I lit that candle yesterday and took a shower. And I smelled really good all day long night long more so and i thought it was just the i was using a fruit papaya body wash and we're listening to judy garland and um some um hemp's um pineapple lotion i thought oh that's why i smell good no 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 it was also the candle so it's all factoring into you know it's mixing it's a i've uh, basically um i'm simmering in it and i love it and i love that i smell good and um but yeah um, I think, um, there is a stigma that, you know, Judy Garland, they think, oh, that's a gay icon. Only the gays like her. That's not true. A lot of people liked her and loved her. So it is beyond gender. It is beyond orientation. It is beyond race. Whitney Houston fucking loved Judy Garland. And, um, you know, um, Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli is funny. I think Liza, here, here's my theory on Liza Minnelli. Um, she is basically the humor version of her mother because her mother, according to her and many, including the late Elaine Stritch, Judy Garland had a phenomenal sense of humor. It was a dark sense of humor. It was va it was body. It was naughty. And, um, 
Liza said, Mama, how come people don't know how funny you are? She says, they don't need to know that side of me. So I think Liza is compensating for that because, you know, Liza will say shit and it's like, okay. Like that time she was on Home Shopping Network and it was funny. I love Cabaret. Um, I loved her and Arthur. So, yeah, she's basically, you know, she's her own woman. She's Liza. But in terms of the humor, I think she gets that from her mother. And in terms of um, her performance, she gets that from her father because her father taught her some things. I watched an interview that she did with the late, great Robert Osborne of Turner Classic Movies. And, um, yeah, it was, um, I absolutely loved it. I love interviews like that. I love relaxing. And, um, you know, it was an okay Saturday. And today is Sunday. So we'll call this Judy Garland Sunday. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of pride going on. Judy Garland is synonymous with this. Here's why. In 1969, Judy Garland dies um, a few days after her birthday in England. And her body is taken back to New York. And she has this funeral. And then um, the LGBTQ at the Stonewall Inn were celebrating. And there was a raid. And thus started the Stonewall riots. So it's all synonymous. And she was a big gay icon. She was an icon. That's the other thing. We, she, you know, we need to say it beyond... Um, everything else, and so was Liza. So they are synonymous with the LGBTQ. So you know, uh, I'm part of it, and we, um, you know, it's it's an interesting thing. I, I hate when I have friends from my past who will say, you know, I don't think you're totally one way. Like they want to reform me. Oh, okay, that's nice. Or when they leave their curling iron in your car. And you have to take it back to them. You're like, hmm, I know what that was about. Okay. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone out on that. But it's been done a few times. And I'm like, hmm, I just kind of give them a blank stare. Like, no. No, thank you. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to learn from, you know, Judy Garland, you think, okay, that's a professional right there. And also a tall tale. Not a tall tale, I'm sorry. But a tale about child stars, okay? And you think of a child star today, you think of someone who is very successful like Jodie Foster and want, wants her own amenity, you know, two Academy Awards, um, a professional, iconic. And then, um, you know, you think of the dark side of child uh, child stars like Jackie Coogan. There is a law that was started called the Jackie Coogan law. So, you know, um, but Judy, I think, um, they did a documentary about the wizard of Oz years ago and they showed Judy and she's in another movie and the producers are like, well, she's got to lose weight. Yeah. They put on a whole shitload of barbiturates. So, um, you know, that kind of started her, um, descent into addiction and it was her entire life. So, you know, when here, here's the thing, I don't think people get when it's your entire life, her getting clean is um, very tough. So, because it was always a part of her, you know, it's like someone who 
Someone in my family was a big tobacco chewer from the time they were six until the time they were 86. So it was a part of them. So, you know, it's, it's almost like a leech. Can't get rid of it. So, but yeah, you know, um, I'm thinking the songs of Judy Garland, you know, uh, I remember in high school, I brought her up, uh, which was a big no, no. Cause then, People have the negative aspect. Oh, the gays like her. Okay. I don't think I should bring her up. You know, um, whenever you think of people bring up great singers, they want to bring up fucking Celine Dion. I don't think so. Okay. I'm so tired of hearing about Celine Dion. You know, I'm telling you, put her to sleep, please. The AFI though. <laughs> does really great um well they did they don't do them anymore i'm like where are these lists they used to do these 100 years 100 stars probably because we're already past the 100 years and they did them until 2008 and then they stopped doing them okay this is 100 years 100 songs of course she's on the list <laughs> the munchkins we lost a munchkin recently Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> Whoa! Too soon? It's a very fun song. What do you think of the ding dong, the witch is dead, huh? Wait, I'm trying to pull it up. Where's on air? Come on, where are you? Hello? Damn it. <laughs> Mm. She wrote some of that because she they were gonna have her sing something else to Margaret O'Brien. Yeah, she did. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I I read too. Last. Okay, I'm gonna let Judy sing for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's a good song, too. Yep. I discovered that song when I was a teenager. I thought, oh. Lauren Alop, too, is battling cancer. I think she... I don't know if she's cancer-free yet. Very... And she's a very interesting lady and a keeper of her mother's flame. All three children are Joey, Lorna, and Liza. L's and J. Okay. You know how people like to keep the the letters within a family. You know, if you've got a bunch of people with the, an M name or a C name. <laughs> I'm just listening. Oh, this makes me think of Will and Grace, where... Debbie Reynolds, who was a friend of Judy Garland's um, on Will and Grace one time, she had fixed up Will with this one guy, and Grace, you know, thought, oh, she's going to fix him up with her. Nope. And then they get back to the apartment. She's like, so what are the bo what are the boys listening to these days? Is it still Judy? And she does the, you know, star is born kind of with the hands. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
That's true. Um, as a kid, I remember when I asked my grandmother about how did Judy Garland die, and she said alcoholism, and I and I didn't understand that. And you know, as a little kid, you're like, okay, so she sat at a bar and died. That's what I thought, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't privy. I didn't really see with Cheers. I didn't understand what they were drinking until I was probably much older, at least nine or ten, and um, you know. Probably because my family, they didn't drink. They drank wine. That's such a good song. And it's a one take, you know, and um, those are very rarely done. Well, these days, I mean, you can do them a lot easier. But back then, you know, they had to do certain shots that kind of would fit the context of the story. So... Um, she unfortunately, see, she was nominated for the Academy Award, I think, three times and lost. And she was nominated for A Star is Born and lost to Grace Kelly in The Country Girl. And she never got over that. It's seen as a an awards travesty. Yeah, you know, Grace Kelly's great. But then she soon married off and became a princess. You know, so homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. Oh, I love Ben Miller. She's funny. Talk about someone with a wicked sense of humor. Have you ever seen her Twitter? Her and Cher, the shit that comes out of their mouth. If Judy Garland were alive, she would have a fucking Twitter. And she would be... I think. I don't think her image would be so squeaky clean if she were still alive and she were older. Because she would just let that humor out. So, Or she would still have that image of, you know, I'm Dorothy from Kansas. You know, that's what her daughter said. They, The rest of the world didn't know how funny she actually was. I mean, I mean, you know, Elaine Stritch, Elaine Stritch wore her heart on her fucking sleeve. And she even said that Judy Garland was hilarious. So. Oh, God, Celine Dion. Enough. I've had it with you. Go back. This is what I see. No, this is not why you sing. You sing because an old man discovered you in Canada and financed his house and left his wife and then waited until you were of age to pounce. To pounce or not to pounce. Oh, Rita Moreno. I almost said Lita Moreno. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Oh my God, it's so great hearing everyone talk about Judy Garland in such positive light. And, you know, even when she was alive, people loved her. People loved to hang out with her. And, um, you know, oh God, no, that guy though, he seems like he's on something. He's talking about her. That is the song. It's such a, you know, it's such a quiet kind of subtle. She's singing, you know, in a barnyard, pigtails, you know. This is not Laura Ingalls Wilder, okay? This is Judy motherfucking Garland. Baz Luhrmann is talking about her. Bar even Babs, Barbara Streisand, come on. Um, Barbara Streisand famously sang with her. And um, 
the 60s. And, uh, you know, Barbara said at one point she could feel Judy's hand shaking because I, she said she was scared. And, but at the same time, um, you know, it was like the, Judy was help ushering in this new singer who would become Barbara Streisand, you know, and both had big voices, both were actresses, you know, um, both had opinions, you know, I don't think Barbara had the addiction that, um, let me see if I can do it like this. Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand. I'm doing the, you know, the Apple remote. Shit, it didn't do it. <laughs> Hold on. Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand sing. Let's see what it does. It's not going to do it. Sorry, we couldn't find anything. Yeah. Sounds like it's a homophobic remote. Okay. I don't like this new. Where is it? Okay. Talk, some, talk amongst yourselves, you know. Um, Liza Minnelli, in the interview that I watched, she talked about how when she did the London Palladium with her mother and how, you know, she's watching her on stage and she's clapping and she's supporting her. And then she goes to change and comes out with makeup. She says her mother wasn't on the uh, stage. Judy, Gar Judy Garland was on the stage. So that's a very interesting take on someone who becomes a you know becomes iconic right before your eyes yeah oh here we go i think this is uh let me see if i can do it to the living room it's the beauty of technology this is the judy garland show 1963, I think, or 62. Mm hmm. Remember, tonight is the weekend, so I'm going to do this in two parts. I'm going to do a second part later on to close out the night. And, um, but yeah, it's been fun. You know, I'm glad that we had this time together. I'm not going to try to rip on a Carol Burnett's stance because, you know, that's her, her stick and she's, you know, I need to go get another Buddha statue. Uh, there's international imports that I like to go to and it's in another town a few miles away from me. So I might make a trip when my truck stuff is all finished. See how great they are together. Yeah. And then if we go to, okay, here it is. 
This is a pivotal moment. No matter your gender, your orientation, your race, your age, we all know what this means. legendary moment I mean these two icons you know it doesn't get better than that you know what I mean yeah so this is the Dr. Zeus podcast this has been a celebration of Sunday and Judy Garland born Francis Gum in the Midwest in 1922 on June the 10th um, she died on, I gotta get this right, you know, cause I don't like to fuck up with facts. I'm sure she wouldn't like me. Well, I think she wouldn't mind me cussing. I'll tell you that. Okay. So she was born June 10th, 1922 and died June 22nd, not too far from her birthday, 1969. She was 47 years old, a year younger than Whitney Houston, two iconic legendary um oh this is this is okay this is positive we'll end on a positive note liza minnelli might see a star is born since lady gaga is in it liza minnelli typically slams or boycotts movies associated with her mother but lady gaga's role in a star is born could totally change minnelli's mindset tmz has learned Sources close to Liza tell us she absolutely adores Lady Gaga. I've seen it because she was in Lady Gaga's documentary. And it's likely she'll actually go and see the singer play the role her mother, Judy Garland, once filled. If you didn't know, and if you're under 55, I'm under 55, but I know. That's likely Judy starred in the 1954 version of the movie. See, I just talked about that. So, But that's good. That's a positive um, thing from Liza. So. This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast. And remember, I'll be back on Pleasant Dreams.